Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to um, our show. We are now Alt Bay um, instead of The Alternative. Um, we decided to change the name because it's early and why not? We like it a lot better. So, yes, we are now Alt Bay. Um, Welcome again. Um, today we are getting into part two of the whole Terra Luna market crash, debacle, scandal, possible fraud and Ponzi scheme. Um, a lot of news has come out from all over the world and from a lot of different people. So we really want to just get really into like the details of those theories and the stories of like what actually happened talk a lot about the founder Do Kwan and just all of the mess that is surrounding him and yeah just like let you guys know like what happened and what is all being said um out on the interwebs um yes we wanted to go over a few theories of what possibly happened but we also wanted to highlight um, Do Kwan's activity during, before, and then after the event, because all of it is quite questionable by far. Uh, did you want to start with reading an article? Um, so actually, I wanted to start off with a tweet that a tweet thread that I found um, called Fat Man Tara. So on Twitter, yes, Fat Man Tara, double R's. Um, he starts off the tweet by saying, and this tweet was um, sent out on the 23rd of May at 3.02 a.m. Um, so he was up late. <laughs> in, um, the in the past 48 hours, I have been contacted by several whistleblowers. These people would like to and will stay anonymous. I have learned some deeply troubling things, and there is a lot more to come. This is just the very beginning, and here's some of what I can tell you. Um, so then he asks Do Kwan, at Stable Kwan, I know about the bailout from Jump in May 2021, and I know exactly how much you owe them every month in Luna. Hint, how many zeros in a million? Then he adds Jump underscore, I know exactly what you did to manipulate retail into losing billions on UST, but especially Luna. He adds Kanav Korea, I know who controls you behind the scenes. I know about your Slack group having a 14-day retention window. Then SBF, FTX, I know about the 30% serum handshake deal with Jump and what you did to retail investors after. And then he ends it by saying, there's far more that I cannot say, but, I, but know that I know and know that justice is coming because this time I think you went too far. This time you killed people Someone has to fight for them. If I go, someone will take my place. There's nothing. Just the start. Go time. That's nice. ominous. Okay, that is... So I'm getting that Baby made deals on deals. Like, he made side deals with a whole blockchain slash stablecoin. And that is... You think so? <laughs> yes. Because this this... This whole situation gives me the vibe of someone who owes someone a lot of money and they don't know how to get the money out. But a crash of this size, hypothetically, it would be, it's like, oh, I owe you money, but all the money is gone. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, like, it's like, seriously, like, if someone, you owe someone a lot of money, but you're suddenly robbed for it before you're supposed to give it back, how are you going to get back? Publicly, everyone knows you were robbed. So, hypothetically, how are you going to get back? Crypto's on insured. 
it's kind of evil genius. Right. Yeah. Who who and who but who set up the robbery? That's that's what it's like. If you didn't do a good job about it, um, or if you like snitch on yourself, um, people are, people are gonna find out, right? Um, and I I don't know. Like this wasn't incredibly detailed. Yeah. Go, okay, go for it. Go for the it. Theory two that everyone just was like raging about. So okay, so the theory two, which I'm not even sure about anymore, is BlackRock and Citadel borrowed 100k from Gemini, um, and then they swap 25k of BTC into UST. Then they called Doquan and Terra saying they wanted to sell a lot of the BTC for UST in private, and then they asked Doquan if he would buy a large amount of. Sorry. Um, if you would buy the BTC in private, um, the uh, BTC from UST. So Doquan is sending it from his reserve at a lower price because he didn't want it to be a large transaction publicized, which is weird. Um, and he, they said they didn't want to move the market in theory. The Doquan, reserve that they just started up back in February? No, I think the liquidity pool of UST. So he's pulling from Okay. Liquidity. That's why it likes. Okay. Then Doquan agreed to give them the chunk of the UST, which lowered the UST liquidity. And then Black BlackRock rumored dumped all their BTC, which caused a massive dump uh, and slippage, and it triggered the sell. So if it was a lending protocol, I think they're meant to sell at a certain rate to balance the equation. So, but the issue was, um, and they know that Anchor holds a lot of Luna, um, so the, the crash basically would trigger all the withdrawals on the platform which would cause a crisis for a spiral and break the peg, which hypothetically mm-hmm. is conceptual. Um, and then they would break back even by, by selling and then, you know, picking up the Bitcoin at a lower price and they would profit the difference. Right. So, right. and apparently they got the VTC on a loan, which means they didn't really, you know, they didn't really come out of pocket. That's the original theory of what happened when they said like there was market manipulation. But now I, I don't even know if that's true because now that sounds like a well, you know, a well placed rumor at this point. Well, we have we do have to say that Gemini did come out um, and say like, yeah, no, this that this didn't happen. Like we had no parts in this. Um, but I, so I mean, I if think, we believe them, we believe them. But yeah. But I think later, I think we found something in our research that had the order had an order book transaction of that size around the date and time. Um, so yeah, because it's like Gemini doesn't have to say that they did it if it happens within their within their like on their app or whatever. Like they have no control. Mm-hmm. All they can do is right. can see the transaction happening within Gemini. So right. So we, they can say, oh, I didn't do anything. Yeah, but someone that has... Right, they just used the exchange to do it. They did it on the exchange. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, or that could be, like, really good plausible deniability. Two. Uh, yeah. So... So, at this point, we know that Dokkan was possibly in a lot of money. Um, so, it was a money situation. Like, he owed someone something. Um, so there's many people involved in that, but we wouldn't know that because we don't know how he did his liquid, like how he did his funding to get Terra where he mm-hmm. And in one of his lawsuits, he's actually being sued for that. So that's very funny that we're like finding this information because now we have to question right. the legitimacy of of Terra Luna and everything he's done to get to this point. 
No, that. And also, I mean, we, we have to take into the account that he made like a public bet on Twitter like a month before the whole thing happened. So like, was it that a jokey joke bet? Was that a real bet? I don't know. But it's just like kind of kind of really odd timing that the founder of a project that it's like in charge of so much um, that like you would do that, right? Can we go? Okay. Um, okay, so scroll. So it says um, the $10 million Luna Twitter bet who will win. Um, it goes on to point out the key points that the biggest risk to Terra and where its price will be in one year why Luna isn't competing against Ethereum and can 20% yield last on Anchor and is it safe to use as your bank account? So yeah. I'm not really concerned uh, about why Luna isn't competing against Ethereum. That's not incredibly relevant to the story um, mm -hmm. or, or to what happened, but point one and point two and most specifically, well, three, but three. I, my point two, can 20% yield last on Anchor? Is it safe to use as your bank account? Mm -hmm. um, no. No, I can't. And that's no, the problem in the situation because of twenty percent people were using it like their bank account, and that is literally the problem. Right, uh, but again, like if we go back to like four to six percent returns annually on the stock market is great. Um, Bernie Madoff was offering twelve percent returns, and I maybe I don't I don't I don't want nothing more than eight percent. But now that you sit here and think about the burn mechanism is that like Luna was being burned for UST and then UST is being burned for Luna. Even with that being said, like if it's being burned, in theory, the word burn means it disappears from the ecosystem, correct? So right. why would you assume with a burning mechanism that you would still be receiving 20%? Let's say if it was like, you know, mine, it was some, someone's mining and validating transactions, they're receiving the transaction fees. So that, I would be like, oh, cool, I'm going to get the 20% because it's coming from transaction fees. But in theory, now that we're talking about it, like if something's being burned, where would they get the 20% from consistently? Right. Because they, they were moving around money, moving around money, moving around money. They had to have been. It had to have been. That, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, maybe I'm not that smart, but it doesn't really make that, that much sense, you know? Um, I just, I don't get how, how something like that is sustainable. You have to rely on money continuously flowing into the ecosystem. And yeah, it was great for, for a while. Um, but then, the whole then what? Unhealthy. It just, it goes, yeah. it's just not healthy. Um, uh, well, unless, uh, so I, I wouldn't say that it is for a stable coin or for something that is offering yield, but if, if you have a burn mechanism in, in your, on the blockchain, as a deflationary um like a deflationary mechanism then yeah that's fine but, but in this context you're not offering yields in addition to that in this context yeah it, it doesn't make any sense became a death it doesn't make any sense because of the burn mechanism mm -hmm. this is what led to the death spiral because it's like now people are like and now people are like sending luna to be burned or something like that to like a graveyard and it's like yeah, and I, I don't really understand the point of that either. I didn't even, like, bother really looking too much into I it. People are like, okay, well, I guess it's not worth anything anyway. If they burn Terra, the price of UST would come back up. They burn all the Terra, but I'm like, well, that... Ah, by reducing the supply. Yeah, but that would have to be done at the same time. Like, you would have to be aware of that and be issuing yeah. it at the same time. And it's like, okay, we're not all in this together, clearly. 
it's not high school music. Yeah, this like yeah, I don't think it's it it, it would work if you do it after the fact because it's like yeah, oh, you have already to be done at the same. What time. are you to do? You're all supply because if not, you're mm-hmm. people selling your UST at the same. It's just yeah, yeah, no. Um, but so what? What the bet um was um it was with Sensei Algod. An anonymous Twitter account. <sighs> anonymous. An, an, an anonymous Twitter account describing himself as a semi-retired deacon now investing. Called out to Twitter inquiring if anyone would bet $1 million that Luna would be trading at a lower price in a year. So here it's uh, here. If you're watching, you can see the tweet. Um, it's edited um, as per coinjournal.net. Um, I will read it out to those that are just listening. Who wants to take a $1 million bet that Luna will be lower price in one year than now? At StableQuan, at CryptoHarry, at ZMaria Macedo. Um, this was on March 13th, 2022. So like about two months before this all happened. And she was in the same. Um, the stakes then increased. Sorry, what did he say? Oh my God. So he increased the bet. Uh, so, uh, by another anonymous account, the stakes then increased. Fellow anonymous account, Gigantic Rebirth, waded in. This guy describes himself as a retired trader and 2024 presidential candidate. Great. Um, I, I'm i not going to read that. That's, <laughs> that's not important. Yeah, that's not right. um, but whoever, whoever Gigantic Rebirth is, up the stakes of the bet from $1 million to $10 million. And um, his tweet said, interested in same bet for $10 million, considered offering $50 million, but escrow becomes tricky, would donate half to charity. What do you mean escrow? Okay, fine. Um, expert price to pump short term, but in one year, supremely confident the current narrative is lost at StableCon. Um, this is Gigantic Rebirth. Um, he tweeted this. So he upped the bet on the 14th, the very next day. So then it, the article goes on to say, next to enter the fray was the big dog himself, Terra founder Doquan. The multi-billionaire is often prone to taking the bait on Twitter, passionately defending the Terra the tarot ecosystem against critics. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, um, they had themselves a bet. Um and and Doquan is is just a very arrogant and like pompous guy. Um, you we have seen that just by the way he he reacts whenever Tara is um challenged. Right, he calls people poor and dumb and like does not engage them seriously. So it it just kind of it honestly surprises me that he actually is engaging this seriously. Um, so. Doquan responded and said that he would prefer to ask whatever your net worth is and bet 90%, but maybe this is what that is already. Um, they would reach their net worth. Yeah, and he was like also though he calling him poor. Poor. Um, yeah. Quickly, the tables turn on you. Right. <laughs> uh, so, um, the article asked, so who's going to win? Um, well, um, it, it wasn't Luna. Luna didn't win. Um, the two anonymous Twitter guys that he made the bet with, they're who won. So he owes them who won. too. Well, I mean, if they're actually really anonymous, because if they're anonymous, how do you pay them back? Unless they're like hackers 
and they, you know, played into to what happened and they figured out like how to I'm how to get sure everything to slip and spiral. Well, either either they, they found a way to like that know of him and are aware of him or, and they know or maybe Doquan knows who they actually are. And they were able to get their money. They were able to get their bet. I don't know. They're anonymous. Unknown. They're eggs. So it's like it's super sketch, super shady. And like how are you the owner, the founder of a whole ecosystem going to do that? Um, what gets me the most is is that the the just total audacity of this man to be like, you know what? Third third project. Because his very first project that was an algorithmic stablecoin failed. This is the second one, Luna, failed. Um now we're like, oh yes, we're gonna we're gonna not even fork it. We're just gonna create a whole new thing. about that, can we show the clip oh clip of him trying to explain what he would do, you know, if something went wrong, how he would just dip on a project. Y'all, Essentially, no, I really, I really wanted to blind react to this, but I'm I sorry. just, I, it doesn't. No, it's fine. It doesn't I, even matter I, because I, it's I so absurd. Date, I want to know the exact date this was recorded because it's to me, it's like someone saying, "If I <sighs> commit a crime, this is how." It's like OJ Simpson when he wrote that book. If I did it, yeah, like, like sir, maybe you shouldn't release a title that correlates to a crime that you know. <laughs> like, you know, let's not apply evidence. It's just, okay. it's just so absurd. Yeah. Um, I, I, I still need time to process how, how, how absurd this is. So give me a second, y'all. Okay, because I had never seen anyone behave like this. I, and also, after the fact, we did learn that his legal team quit. His entire legal team. Quit. Yes, the entire legal team did quit. Um that is like h hilarious um and also a big sign that i don't know maybe you guys shouldn't like invest in the 2.0 if if all of the lawyers quit i don't, I don't know after watching this video if you still want to invest in the 2.0 they like, go for you this isn't financial advice i'm not a financial advisor please consult please consult with your own um Financial, whoever. Not I'm business. not. This is gonna get. <laughs> gonna get. This is gonna get uglier because we're gonna start tallying up what's owed from Doquan based upon all his actions, and we're already at ten it's million. So well, is it's it so ugly. Million plus the ten million. Dude, I don't even know. I think that was just like it's the bet with people, but like Terra Luna lost like billions of dollars. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and play this because just like we have. Uh, sort of a something called a protocol Armageddon at the company. So a protocol Armageddon is, is that it's a kill switch. So whenever we feel like we're no longer in a position to be able to best serve the community, we pull the trigger and 24 hours we're gone. We burn all of our assets, we, we cut all of our ties, and it's nothing. So that's just in case where things move a little bit faster than we're anticipating. Y'all... Exactly. Yeah. Someone would say right before they rob a bank, we delete all our evidence. We throw away our, we throw away the keys to the stolen truck and the gun we use to point at the people. We throw it all away and we leave. Okay. I, I, I just something more admissible in court. Like this will be played in a court hearing. Like how are you gonna stitch? He dry stitched on himself. That's not even dry stitching. Like he, that's that's wet stitching. He stitched on himself. Like there's, there's ahead of time. 
their videos. I don't even know when this video was taken though, but it does show a preemptive thought pattern to initiate something like this in order to because essentially essentially that's what happened. Now and then Well, and not only how long itself, how long did it take for it to completely crash? It didn't take that long for it to completely crash, about 24 hours, 24, 48 hours. And, and so it, there was a few day period where it started like slipping a little bit, like a, like a slow drip and people were, were like saying things and he was memeing on Twitter and like just making jokes about it. And then literally from one day to the next of like him making jokes and saying that everything will be fine. The very next day he's addressing his community saying like, sorry, sorry guys, we fucked up. And it's like, crazy when you talk about news. everything. There's so many protocols built on and, and that's built on the Terra Luna. I've never touched, I don't, you know, but mm-hmm. you, know, you have to realize this not only affects the community, but it affects the developing team. Like all of their projects are ruined. All of their, they're basically, they're jobless by the situation. And now as a developer, you know, now it's just- And their reputation like, too. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you want to develop for us? What are you going to crash? You know, I personally would want to hire a developer from Terra Luna. I would be very skeptical. Um, right. You know, that's just simply what happens when you work with projects where you can't trust the founder. And I just, I just, I just, I genuinely don't understand the the move to the to the what is it, Luna Classic? It has to be desperation because if it's okay, let's think about it like this. Let's be I'm gonna desperation from whom? Because it was it was voted on and agreed to by the community. Their community. For one, because he's trying to cover his own ass, CYA, right? If I create a secondary project that covers the amount that was missing by having people dump more money into it, I win because he can figure out a mechanism to repay himself, to repay his debt from the situation. But in theory, you have all of these people that are like, wow, like my portfolio has went to nothing. Maybe by, you know, putting the rest of my money into Luna 2, I can recoup. That's the problem. Right. And I think that's Yeah, because people have egos. People have egos and, and, and people, people, like, there are people that are no longer here because of that. Savings were in it. So it's just like if my life savings are in something and I think that, you know, like, let's say I got... Someone swindled me out of money, but this person mm-hmm. comes, he's like, hey, hey, I didn't know that I went bad. I lost it. Something happened, but I have another opportunity. We can make it all back. We can make it all back. Let's make it all back. You know, the average person that doesn't have enough financial sense or resources is going to be like, okay, well, I don't really have much choices. And like, so right. again, they're, they're desperate. They're going to try. He's manipulating his community. And it's at this point, I kind of. You know, I, I don't. I wish we had a formation of governance in the crypto sector, but like a, a full, like a full term one. Like, you can't do this. And I know a lot of founders have spoken. I think Vitalik said that he needs to take the reserve money and just pay everyone back. And now we under Vitalik said that. And if Vitalik says it, who doesn't even talk or make comments or statements? Right. Right. No, that we have Hoskinson that spoke out, and then also Brad Garlinghouse, CEO of Ripple. Um, he was. Uh, at Davos and like, I don't know, I guess there was like an after party or something, an after party or something. And he was on, um, like it, it was on video that he said, well, you know, it's, um, you can't even call it a Ponzi scheme because a Ponzi scheme is like, you, you say that you're going to do something and then you do something else. But like, he's like, he this is exactly what he said he was going to do. So, which I think, I think that's even worse. I think that's even worse than Ponzi. And it's like, he doesn't even understand what he's doing. He's triggered um, 
he's basically triggered a downward spiral in crypto because now we're seeing right. a psychotic amount of reckless or you know you're going to the extreme i won't even go over what they decided for stable coins they're like you can't even make interest off of stable coins in europe that was the bill that they proposed which is like as it probably should be but still it's just like that's a huge that's a huge like gap between where we are and then where we just went right now um so he's triggered a catalyst where people are literally going to regulate based upon this event not based upon the needs of crypto not based upon right or, or the need for regulation they're gonna yeah, just use this single event as a testimony as to why there needs to be immediately immediate regulation and that's mm-hmm. not what she asked for that is not you know, i think we've all been tiptoeing like you have a dap on your phone you know an exchange okay robin hood just got there they're after 12 years they just got their wallet. right you know we all have been with our little feet and this shit happens i and just like i know i know janet yellen um like the day over the day after she had a press conference or she was testifying before before congress or whatever and um like she calls for it i know um south korea is definitely taking like a, a plethora of legal action against him they're going directly to the source instead of punishing everyone and i was like yeah because he should be dealt with well so south korea is also holding the exchanges liable well, okay, so at first I was like, that's fucked up. But now, because everyone wants to list Luna 2, now I'm like, okay. So no, you dog, you need to vet, you need to vet the projects that you're going to be putting on your exchange. You need to vet I the projects mean, that you're going to be putting on your exchange. Well, we know that's tricky because money goes, it's like, why is Safe Moon listed anywhere? You know, we also know that certain, you know, certain exchanges do take, you know, you know, they do make moves off of the listing. So that's a whole nother podcast. Right about how they how they vet listings and how they add them and why they add them and when they add them you know and how and how you can buy them and the only way that you're able to buy them them adding or the list of exchanges willing to add luna 2 is just traumatic to me it's just like okay we know this isn't we've seen what's happened you know and at this point let's say he does do what he's going to do and his assets get frozen the Lunatary Foundation's assets get frozen. What do we like? Then that those people are going to be bamboozled twice because that that is highly likely to happen due to the two lawsuits: the class action lawsuit in South Korea, and then the lawsuit uh, with uh, South Korea for tax reasons, which we can get into. Or can I talk about it really fast? Uh, well, I was just going to say word word on the Twitter streets is also that um, the U.S. is coming down the pipeline with some with some actions. I, I could be wrong. That information could be wrong. But word on the Twitter streets that I've I've seen in the past few days well, is that there are going to be individual lawsuits by different countries. So obviously, people have held them in different countries. So that's a huge issue. But apparently, mm-hmm. this man also opened like uh, registered companies, um, like Terra Labs subsidiaries. Because when you own a cryptocurrency uh, like based company, you still have to have some legal form in like whatever country you're doing in for like. You know, obviously, because we're trying. It's still mm-hmm. like DAOs still aren't forms of businesses yet. Like they are, right? In terms of holding assets, but on legal paper, still like I think California is doing legislation to like make them like an LLC, like a Web three version, but still not. Okay. Case. He had um, he basically had a subsidiary in a foreign country, like um, like one of the Virgin Islands, 
you know, that's where people wander and do all And they came in islands, probably. Probably. And then, but also um, in South Korea. But he was, he he did it like it was um, in the Virgin Islands, but he was doing business in South Korea. So that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Now you owe taxes. So I guess he has a tax penalty, which is about like $42 million in total that's owed to the South Korean government. And we thought originally that he was just being sued based upon the people being upset. But now he's legally Terra Labs is being sued due to not paying the taxes um, for Terra Luna in South Korea. And then I and, think- and to be clear, that that is from October. And that's they, scary because we in crypto, we know if you're doing business, pay your taxes because that is we have been, you know, we want legitimacy. We want regulation, but we don't want to be legally guilty of everything because then you put the users at risk. So for him to now we don't know what you were doing because it's like, why? Were no. You- and where like, where's your money? Where's the yeah. money? And it's like, did you, did you, did you trigger a kill switch to pay the taxes that you owed that you were charged with owing back in October when this happens in May? And, and then, then what was, happened to the bet that that you made in March? What about that? That's weird. Revealed that he dissolved Terra Luna Labs in South Korea days uh, before days it was on the cash. it was on the thirtieth of April. That he dissolved the company and it's like okay well you can dissolve the company because you don't want to like have to deal with tax things in the future but you still owe them taxes from october and you still owe them taxes saying, from well, last he year tra- he was transferring the business to avoid yeah but you don't do that three days before it, it crashes three days before it crashes when you have already admitted it's in the past that like you have a kill switch for it it's within the year you're still gonna owe the tax liability either way so that's not even a valid uh, yeah and that, and, and that too it's just like it's just it's just so absurd and like crazy to me and shady and i just like i don't trust any exchange that one is willing to relist that after like all of this information is available um it's just no no it liquidated two branches in the entire company and then also so like not uh, aside from just he destroyed his entire ecosystem um not only not only did he do that right the bitcoin that he purchased back in february to start building their reserves so that there there was a, a reserve of bitcoin to back like whatever was needed he ended up selling all of it to defend the peg but then when you did that the price of bitcoin dropped and then the rest of the market shitted on itself so it's like not only were people selling because they see your whole ecosystem failing and then people start selling because of emotions, but then you also like did a huge dump of Bitcoin and everything else falls with it. And like, that's not fair because a lot of people like, you know, they, they don't have strong, strong hands or they're in trades and they get liquidated and they lose money because like you're doing something shady. Like you don't only owe things to your to the people that were a part of your ecosystem that lost money you owe things to everyone and and not just everyone in the crypto space but all of the corporations all around the world that have bitcoin on their balance sheets you owe my you owe the people of el salvador even though well that that too but the people of el salvador who bitcoin is now their legal tender and and they're he made a bad decision. I think it's a bad decision. But like, and then you did that and you affected all these other people that d- don't know shit about Terra Luna. They don't even know that it exists. The only Luna that they know is the moon. Come on. Like, it, uh, 
I, I just, you know, um, I don't think that he should be allowed to continue to do anything. Um, I think, like, by anybody, really by anybody. That happens with people in stock in the stock market. Like, what is his name? The crazy guy from? He's not crazy. I mean, um, what's that movie? Um, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, he was banned from like doing securities and exchanging, and now it's in crypto. Yeah. 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 Um, but just to refer to what he did with his corporations, he said uh, both the Busan headquarters and the Seoul offices were slated for dissolution during a general shareholder meeting on April 30th, uh, with demise being auctioned on May 4th and May 6th, respectively. That is the most preconceived notion of like, because if you dissolve your LLC, are you still responsible financially for it? In theory, like in a traditional non-crypto way. I don't know. But if that's the mindset he had, like, wouldn't it just make more sense to declare bankruptcy? But then it's it's still the timing. It's still very, it had this happened after the crash of the like, it would have just been like, but over my head. But, but right before- And not even just the timing of it, right? It's all of the other surrounding events. It's like, it just, it, it gives awareness. It's not giving accident. It's not giving accident. No, especially not when he openly admitted that, you know, they have their Armageddon plan. They have a kill switch. Can I just go over it? Everything to... Yeah, go for it. No, no, you're right. No, saying the word kill switch is really scary. Like, that's really scary. Because basically, that's a rug pull, right? It's basically a rug pull. Like an announced rug pull. I've never heard someone announce a rug pull, though. It's, it's just, it's giving, what's that word for people who commit crimes and they're, like, proud of it? It's, like, sociopath or something? I don't even know if that's the term. Um, I don't know, but, like, he, like he, he's probably one of those people that really wants to, like, be famous and have recognition. And, like, it just wasn't enough to be, like, recognized as, as like, a super smart engineer guy. Um, I mean, and is a billionaire. he smart like, this happened twice? I mean, maybe. <sighs> I mean, is, is he that smart or are other people not that smart? I think both are, are a lot more people less smart than he is. Yes. He's a sneaky yes. But it takes... And he's also, like, arrogant and really confident, and some people get kind of turned on by that. Um, a lot of people get disillusioned by stuff like that. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. That's a red flag for me. That's the number one wig flag. I was like... Oh. Right, yeah, it's like, oh, no, it's gross. God, no. Oh, no. Ever. Get away. Honestly, Thanks. anyone that... Any anyone that calls someone poor, especially if they're a billionaire, like on the internet, and you have a mass following, like ew, I already want nothing to do with you. Like you've grossed me out. It's straight ick. When your whole protocol basically functions by people borrowing and selling, you can't call people poor because Tara <gasps> would be where it's at if people didn't invest their life savings in it. So right. So it's like, how dare you? walk around calling anyone poor when your whole protocol benefits from the participation of people utilizing anchor, uh, staking it, holding it, not touching it. That's this. If people would have, you know, kept taking it out, it wouldn't have been where it is, but because people put all their money and held it, you can't call them poor. If a portion of their net worth was put inside your protocol. That's actually quite stupid. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, j- just one point really quickly, if um, you are, like, requiring people to keep everything, like, locked up, 
and like just money on your on your project on your protocol um you need it there so like make price stable, exactly right you need it there. that's the point you need, need it there you need it there. you need it more than they need it because obviously the people putting because that money's not there that price isn't going to remain uh, uh, as high as it is and it's then not. it's just it's really unfortunate i just i am so afraid that it's going to happen twice though and that you mean three times to- you mean three times Oh yeah, it's already this is the second time. This is the second time. No, Luna specifically, Luna UST were like. Oh well, yeah, Luna specifically, but Doquan, this is this is this will now be his third time with Doquan or Classic. He's not gonna get out of it because it's like you you built. See, that's the thing. It's like you guys can't do this with this amount of money. If it's a small like his previous one's fine. I mean, people use it when something has mass adoption. You guys have to step your shit up, okay? Like because you have. You have corporations investing. Corporations don't play about their money. They don't lose a trillion right. dollars. Someone is going to give that money back. How they're going to give it back, we don't know. But that money is going to come from somewhere, whether it's you, you know, all of your assets, you know, you again, you know, they something, honey. I don't, I, I, I you know, wish the best of luck to him, but he really needs to cross his I's and dot his T's because he has a lot of people upset. Like, I don't know. It seems. It seems like like he's good. I'm not mad at that guy. I'm really not mad at that guy. I feel like I feel like if if you know um if you you wanna fuck around, you're more than welcome to find out. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that guy. Um, I don't think like I'm not advocating for anyone else to go and do it. Um, but I'm also not mad at that guy. In in retrospect. I think it's good because I don't. It's not good. Sorry, never show up somebody's house and threaten them. <laughs> yes, we do not. We do not condone, nor are we um, advocating for yeah anything that's against the law. Yeah, I know. But he needed to know that this is real. This is not a game. You can't just run off and skate off of people's money and it's not going to come back. Billions. He thought, he thought he could literally do this and no one was going to be like, "Oh, there's no. I'm not involved." <laughs> like, no, sir, you're messy. You talk shit about people. You make bets. You you sit on camera and discuss kill switches. Uh, you know what I mean. And I'm pretty sure you have backdoor deals with all types of corporations and assets because we know you were sending money to stabilize anchor. You were sending something to cover the 20% yield because you needed a certain amount of money being put into the app at all times. So to cover that, even if it was at a loss, you were paying for the yield. So. You know, at the end of the day, he needs to know that this is not a game. You've caused a lot of people right. financial strength. You've caused a lot of, and you basically, I'm not going to say ruined crypto, but like you've fucked it he up. He caused a lot day. of distrust in the space. Distrust in the space. And, you know, from, there's a lot of great protocols out there. There's a lot of great blockchains. There's a lot of great developers. This isn't a reflection of the space. It's a reflection. Right. And really transparent teams. Really transparent teams that like are always communicating. Because at the end of the day, like he didn't say, "Hey, I'm gonna like, hey, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna get the reserve, I'm gonna." He didn't communicate his plan of action. Well, well, so what I will say is that he did do an interview where he said that um, what when he was building up um the block the Bitcoin reserves that he intended for the Luna Foundation to be the lar- right, but he intended for them to be the largest holder of Bitcoin essentially um 
And that makes me uncomfortable because, like, no. When did you decide to do that? And why did you decide to do that? Like, what? And like- why should? And why? Why should you? Why? Why should so much Bitcoin be centralized in one guy, like in one foundation? Because to me, it's giving. That's when the evil plan has hatched. That's when I thought I could finesse the system by dumping another coin and then correlating the dump with the reserve. And I wouldn't be blamed for it because I would have to sell my reserve to balance it. Like literally evil genius, if that were the case. Because that makes sense to me. It's like, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of BTC for the reserve, but then it, something's going to crash and I'm going to have to sell all of it. And then mm-hmm. no one's going to touch the original amount allocated. Because at the end do of the we day... Have that and also do we have proof that the money that he sold from like when he sold the Bitcoin, that that money actually did go to defend the peg. Is there proof of that? I don't think so. I haven't seen it. And then everyone keeps saying it's they're unsure of the amount. Like there's, there's just so many questions about money with the situation. Uh, And he literally, and at the end of the day, he had no right to do that because, you know, you had enough money. He could have, I think it was estimated that he could have repaid 90% of everyone on anchor. Um, Of all of, of all of the small wallets. Yeah, of all of the small wallets using the reserve and to me when a crypto like when an nft project pops up there was one like the other deed other side deed um mint and i guess they said the, it was like something where the gas fees are so high so the failed transactions were paying like five thousand dollars in gas fees you know and they refunded it right like, you just refund it you send it back like we have it in the contract we're gonna send it back we're sorry you have the ability mm-hmm. to that. that is if you create a product the product fails people's money you know it's like it's not like i was trading and i lost that's my fault but if all of this happens you're literally liable and responsible and if you have the funds to return the money why wouldn't you want to make it right because you have right exactly like this isn't just due to market forces like no he he was the force in the market he was the trouble in the wild Um, um can i talk about the recovery plan that they tried to put out yeah and then and then can we talk about cz because oh my goodness i have i have a lot to say about that man too um so the the recovery plan was to launch a community-based token which the validator would reset the network ownership to 1 billion tokens the supply would be 1 billion and split between million usd holders 40 percent to luna holders pre the depegging 10 percent to the lunar holders at the final moment of the chain halt and then to reward the users for typically to provide stability to the network, 10% to the community pool, and then uh, 40% to UST holders during the period of the network upgrade. Like, what is this? Um, and then I made a comment in my notes, baby, you can't afford to reprint your way out of bankruptcy. You can't do that. And then, yeah, so then they, I guess they went with something else. Which you're saying it's not a fork. It's supposed to be a whole new blockchain. It's not a fork. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a Genesis chain. Based upon like the brand, a, a brand new, brand new, a brand new chain. Right. Basically. Right. Kind of like and then it. they're going to airdrop. They're going to do an airdrop of that brand new chain to, um, previous Luna or original Luna holders that, um, were captured in, in the snapshot that they took of the, of the chain, like prior to, um, prior to the depegging and the crash. But like, what they're going to do is is they're they're go- they're when they do the airdrop, um and for those of you guys that don't know, an airdrop is essentially like when a project gives out like free um coins or free tokens. Um technically this isn't free because 
they these people already lost a lot of money and it, they're trying to make it right. Um, but they're not giving it to them all at once. They're going to give it to them in, in disbursements over a three year period. And the reason behind doing that and not that that this is an uncommon thing that is done when airdrops happen. Um, the reason why they're doing that, quote unquote, is so that people don't just get their money and then dump it and then the project dies, right? He's kind of like forcing them. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going to give it back to you. Um, maybe, because we don't even know if this is going to go back up to the price that Luna was so that people are going to be able to recoup their losses. But he's saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to give it back to you, but over three years, $20 every, every two weeks, every time I get paid. We can't trust Joe Kwan to maintain anything for three years. You're going to jail, sir. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> three years, you can be going to jail. What? You can choose like how you distribute people's money back to to figure out mm. to get people back to shit before they sign house. Because that is yeah, and not just him. The whole foundation. The whole foundation. Who's responsible? He, I'm pretty sure everyone has dipped. Like, if anyone has any common sense, no one is saying that they're still a part of Terra Lab. I mean, again, this man dissolved the company, so hypothetically, you don't even know what's on paper is left of Terra Labs. Like, literally, it's right. just the Twitter account at this point, probably. Camera I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. I just... I don't know. You guys don't get anything. Do not trust the algorithm stable coin with it. If you can't understand how it the algorithm between its native token and it's it's it, it doesn't make sense to you and you know you can't figure it out because it's like solve the problem for yourself. Solve like what what could, I like to look at things I'm a weird person. I like to think what could possibly go wrong. That's how I engage most situations. So <laughs> It's really, but it helps. It solves so many problems, honestly, on a day-to-day basis. Um, but if you can figure out what could go wrong and then how the stablecoin and its native token could solve that equation, and if they're avidly aware of it and they have solutions, then that's okay. But as we can see, this this algorithmic stablecoin didn't have solutions. Well, maybe they did, but it wasn't clear that they were going to follow up on their solutions. I just honestly like I'm not that smart. Um, so if if it if a project just doesn't make sense to me, if it doesn't sound right, then I'm just not gonna do it. If I can't make sense of it, if it's not something that's like pretty plain out in English, that like this is the problem that this is solving and this is what it can be used for and this is how it's different if it is different than something that's traditional. Um like if if I can't have those questions answered like very simply um uh, then i'm just i'm just not going to do it again like i'm 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 smart but i'm also like not that smart and just to quickly add near has a new stable stable coins algorithmic but they have a situation where like you sell the the stable coin and then they they you sell it and you get near and then sell the near and you get the stable coin and then instead of it, it goes, when you sell it, it goes to the smart contract. It's not burned. And then instead of getting mm-hmm. like newly minted, it comes out of a pool. So it's not appearing from fine air. We're not just minting and rebalancing. It's actually coming from a place. And then they were like, we have a okay. reserve treasury. We have, see, this is kind of cute. And then they're like, we have a reserve treasury team. Like they have a team that's, you know, acknowledgeable and responsible for maintaining 
the treasury at all times. And I was like, wow, that's that's very different. It, it just seems like there's a thought process behind the way it's maintained. Not simply, we just make more and then we burn it <laughs> in tandem. Right. You know, like how no, it, it, it does sound it does sound like a bit more honest um but i just you don't play with no but i do think that's i don't i don't i don't use stable coins i don't find them necessary i have never the only time i have ever found them necessary is when i'm trying to get something off of an exchange that doesn't um kyc aml so and then i have to use a stable coin because i can't use the dollar um that's it and honestly like now because of that um i I personally i'm just not even going to bother getting anything that i cannot buy directly with the u.s dollar um or or usdc for now yeah i mean right yeah or or that i really want to just state that like this is not normal you know algorithmic algorithmic stable coins are not traditionally normal they should have never been used at this high capacity that's another thing i should have it should have been capped like there should have been a cap to the amount of luna um usd that could have been minted in this equation um because it's just like at what point does it not reflect the the, uh, the actual us dollar that's available or you know like at what because it's like if ust's um markets high or like market cap is higher than the actual us dollar what the fuck like, you know, like, what is it really based on now if we're talking about pegging? We have to think about that. Like, what is this being based on aside from a formula if we don't know if the reserve matches the allotted amount? Like, there's just so, well, many, and that's, so many questions. That's my, they, that's my issue with stable coins in general, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. I, it, it, it still it, just it, doesn't it, make it, sense to me, like, how you have the authority to be like, yeah, I'm going to keep printing dollars. Like... Mm-hmm. Two years ago, a man a man lost his life over a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, and we got corporations out here overseas like claiming to be pegged one to one to the dollar and like printing more of their reserves, saying that well, printing more of their coins, saying that that there there is a peg that they have the reserves and there's no proof of the reserves, and the U.S. Yeah, government, I mean, the Federal Reserve, is just like. So the, the reserves uh, here, no evil, see no evil. Need to be visible. I need to see the reserves at all times. There needs to be a. I don't care if it's a wallet address or like a chart or some shit. But like even with that, they can still manipulate and put fucking anything. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, right. needs to be, I need to see the reserve because wasn't Tether supposed to be off fiat and then suddenly they were like, we're also like U.S. bonds and like, Tether didn't. Tether did not acknowledged that they were not 100% fiat backed US dollar backed until until the New York Attorney General after they did their investigation and they said that actually no this isn't backed and then they said oh yeah we're actually backed I think I I believe it was 30% fiat 70% like paper bonds and other like assets um and an equivalent assets whatever that means I don't really know um, but all I know is that it does that it means that all this time you were telling people that you were one to one to the dollar, and now, like, what changed? When did that happen? Why didn't you and let yeah, people know? Backdoor deals are being made. People are moving money. You know, like it's 
like, I gotta see the reserves. Like, let me see the pizza. Let me see the reserves at this point. We have and to. And also, like, your bank, your bank is in the Cayman. Uh, people will participate in it. Participate in the oh yeah and the two point yeah so we gotta figure out we're gonna see how that plays out people are probably buying no so there are there are crypto influencers on YouTube telling people to go out and buy jail for you to buy it jail you shouldn't be they were telling them to buy it so that they could be caught in the snapshot uh which doesn't even work because snapshot um was only going to be for pre crash. Right? For people that were affected, like if you bought it after, like you weren't affected, you were just buying on the dip, which is understandable. I don't think that's that's a bad thing. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. And then again, I hope we may, we've said this several times, but you should not be taking trading or investing advice for influencers. Um, they're just not no. sources. They have as much common sense as a billy goat when it comes to these things like i just i i really need you guys to understand and also they just want to get they they just want to get views right like they want to get popular they're going to say whatever works because they want one million views like i think i saw this one tweet or like screenshot of a tiktok where this person was like i bought seventy thousand luna tokens let's it's, i'm gonna get 1.5 million dollars when it goes to a dollar and it's just like like, first off, that's not even how that works because there still needs to be liquidity in there. What's that mean where that girl has, like, all these calculations around her face? Yeah, that's exactly how I felt because I'm just like, where are you guys pulling these numbers from? Where is this coming from? Like, this math. The math? Yeah, the math isn't mathing. Math um, so, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to say about this connection? Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about CZ because what what is Doquan's relationship with him and what is Doquan's relationship with Binance? Because why is it that when Doquan went and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to do an AMA for the community. You do your AMA on Binance's YouTube, which I guess is fine, whatever. Um, but the chat is restricted to people that have been subscribed to binance's youtube channel for five years you can't even see it i understand like maybe not being able to participate in it but you literally can't see the chat so it's like where are the the questions coming from i don't know maybe they were doing it on another platform and i just like am i'm not adequately informed but where, where are these questions coming from um and i i mentioned this in in the last episode as well i just don't get it then um, CZ came out on um, Twitter and said, like, he, he made a point to, to note this. On, this is on the 15th of May. Um, he said, reading some comments on Twitter, it just occurred to me that I haven't asked our team if Binance had any UST. Crying, laughing emoji. Um, and then he made a point to say, I don't have access to our admin backend for security reasons. I always have, have to ask someone to get that info. I just asked now. Um, and then, like, he goes on to say, like, I asked and, like, we, um, like, apparently, like, we did have some. I'm waiting for the rest of the tweets to finish loading. Um, this guy, Jim E. Harris Jr., Jr. On Twitter, um, he says he is a, I says um, that he's a former FBI agent and I, I'm, I'm waiting for, for the whole tweet thread to, to finish loading, guys. Um, 
but yeah, he did a whole he did a whole analysis and breakdown on things that um, CZ was saying. That just why are you volunteering this information and why are you trying to like separate yourself from anything that could have like potentially be like up with it? Like yeah, you're just you're jumping ahead of the game to be like, oh, by the way, I don't know anything about this and it's like well nobody was even asking if he knew anything about it so like why are you telling us that you didn't know anything about it i mean it's the same thing with blackrock and gemini immediately publishing statements and it's like you guys typically don't do that why are you doing it now i mean yeah behavior i mean if it's a rumor why do you address it but also if it's a rumor and you're like oh people think that i'm involved in a scam but yeah i just you know you never know um corporations are, are super shady like the only people you should respond to is the police who still will still be contacting you regarding the events that just happened. No, that and also, um, I, I just like because you know how how people that um make a lot more money than a, us, us small people, um, speak amongst each other in codes and stuff. Um, he so. And this is why, this is one of the reasons why, aside from the fact that Tether is also super, super shady, um, this is one of the reasons why that I believe that a Tether crash is imminent, because he just, out of nowhere, goes, when the Titanic sinks, little floats near it get dragged down too, but the floats will eventually come back up if they are untethered. He tweeted that with no context. Tether is the Titanic. No, what if Tara? He tweeted that with no context. Yeah. What? Well, so the thing is, incident proxy, but Tether is like the you know the little big boat. It's like little big boat. But yeah, Tara's the issue with Tara is when and if this does happen. But I don't think they're gonna let it happen. I don't think the powers that be. I don't think the powers that be are going to let it. A uh, tether crash. Tether happen? Yeah, I just don't think they will because it's like they should have been stopped when when that lawsuit happened. You know what I'm saying? Like lawsuit happened. Why weren't we immediately? Why was it just the New York after? My thing is, is after the New York Attorney General was like, um, y'all can't y'all can't operate in this state. And also, you guys are not backed one to one. You, there's no proof that you're backed one to one. All they yeah, have to do is give us give attestations from their own accountants, um, who again are like in the Cayman Islands. Um, so, for a multitude of years. Um, you know, and, but the thing about yeah, it is, then you have to talk about time frame. Well, like if 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 the the reserve is right now, I how much of a time frame do I have to go back and sue you for? You know, previously not maintaining it. It's all well, there's probably a statute of limitations. But mm-hmm. my thing is, is that if I, me as an investor, me holding something, I don't want something that is artificially propped up by by fake dollars. Yeah. I don't want it because then then that means that the ecosystem is is really fragile and we can't trust it. And I want to be able to trust this. I mean, I don't I don't want to to have something that is at ten thousand dollars. Because it's it filled with like nine thousand dollars of fake dollars, and I, mean, I only I actually in reality have a thousand dollars. Because they weren't, and this is a whole other episode that we can deep dive into um, tether. 
I think that they're not, they know if Tether goes down, BTC, a lot of things are going to Everything. And those everything are, goes down. Like, that's people's houses, cars. Like, and more Tether, more Tether flows into Bitcoin than any other crypto. They're, but they're not going to let that, but they're going to protect their investments. Like, you're going to see the, the corporations come out. But at the end of the day, the, the U.S. government, you still, even if they say, to be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to, to interrupt. Um, uh, there, there could be more geopolitical um, things mm-hmm. like yeah, not and not and not to be that person, but where is CZ from? China. Tether, Tether is a, Tether is a Chinese how... company. Binance is one of the biggest exchanges. A lot of Tether also flows through there. Um, and I wonder if that's going to be a legal thing between the two countries. That's well, interesting. Well, it's like if you want to crash your enemy's economy and you know that they have a lot of something on their balance sheets and you can oh. like control fake dollars going into it and then you can also, I don't know, possibly have a hand in the collapse of it or like sanctions from our end to theirs. Like, it doesn't it doesn't give me a good feeling in my tummy when they shut down because a lot of people didn't know like china had all those bitcoin mines that like literally were shutting down cities like they were causing power power outages in cities yeah they shut them down like but they saw their money and then when they mysteriously popped up they have 21 percent of the hash rate of btc 21 percent like that's that's a lot. lot that's a lot it's a lot. centralization at that point. We're, again, that's a whole other. It's, it's not centralization. It's 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 high concentration in a few strategic geopolitical areas, and people like, oh, I don't care about politics. Well, bro, you need to. Like, I'm sorry. Because um, why did they shut it down? They shut it down so they can drive the price down and then buy back in with more. But also, like, also, Doug, also, Doug, it's a way to to hurt your enemy's economy. If, if our corporations, if U.S. corporations have these assets on their balance sheets and, and you make the market take a dump, then what happens to our stock market and all of the companies that have Bitcoin on their balance sheets, it also goes down with it. That's why crypto is so correlated to the stock market and people don't put that together. But I'm just going to say this for the, this one statement. So if you are a smart blockchain, you should have you should have gave the money to the because we would not be facing these scenarios today if more people, and you're going to say, well, if they would have bought it early, they would have had more. Yes. Yeah, no, and that's not the point. That's not the point of it. At if all. there would have been more intention to airdropping more to people and like making sure that people have a solid amount of cryptocurrency that, that these large companies would have to buy in at high prices. Cause that should have, cause then you would have known your assets are protected. Mm-hmm. Because like people had their whole life savings in Luna, Luna UST, and you know, like it would have been the same concept as people holding on until the like large brokerages came on, the large companies that could add it to their balance sheet. If there would have been more incentive in each blockchain to put the money in the hands of the users, we may not be in the space that we're in today. I think, and I know that's probably like a side adjacent note, like whatever. But I think. You know, like, well, also, it's it's, it's of, a very like benevolent thing. Um, and unfortunately, like 
I wish that were the world that we lived in. And like, if I were a dictator of the world, like that would be the world that we lived in. Seriously, that would like, I, I, because it's just, you know, it's not nice. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like stepping on the little guy. I, I don't think it's okay. I, I don't people. think it should be fair game. I, I trust people. I don't trust rich people or whales to deal with crypto, but I trust people and developers. So yeah. Hold on to these and, and then use them as, you know, proof of stake and like governance tokens and like voting on community things. Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's some people that are going to follow crypto forever because they want to be a part of the community and want to make votes. Like, that's right. awesome. That's, that's what we intended to do. This other thing, right. no one intended to do. If people to participate in the ecosystem like people people can't participate in the fed but also like people aren't participating in the tether fed or in like other uh, certain other projects i always i always love a good governance protocol for sure um but it shows that they want the feedback from the community like and, and- a project doesn't Care you have the Joe Pond situation. <laughs> no one got to vote on his pre-sussing app. I mean, you guys got to vote for the L2 because it obviously looks like you didn't consider the community in any of your decisions prior to Right. So they're going to be like, well, the community wanted an L2. They had no choice. They're making their life savings ruined. I mean, you're, you're very limited to, as to what you want to do. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely, I don't think, I uh, could be wrong, um, but I don't think that um, it's going to, like, recover it's gonna be absolutely it's it's giving stockholm syndrome like i have no choice oh like i'm in love with my capture Mm -hmm. thank you for stealing all my money and then creating another way for you to steal it again thank you right and and the thing is like i've seen people that are like super bullish on it like that they're you know really part of the community of, of the luna community and they're just like oh yeah this is totally good and it's like okay kool aid man Okay. Like, like some people, they're gonna write it out, and I, and I, you know, I, I, I don't. So I, I, I do to a certain degree. Like some projects, I, I did analyze projects. Like I, I, I analyze them for the the founder means a lot to me. The founder doesn't give a fuck. No, that's that's number one rule for me. If the founder is really adjacent has no interest but like it's like with Vitalik Vitalik you know like he made it you know all of the other founders that were making ETH they now have their own projects like mm-hmm. that warms my heart you know it's like we started with a plan it's really like you truly meant to build a community it wasn't about money for you and but when I hear someone talk like the way Dope One talks and like calling people poor and like yeah it's just it, gross it, it's really it, gross it's, no I would never invest in a project like that the founders mean a lot, so yeah, yeah, because the the integrity, the integrity of the blockchain. Like, if 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 you don't have integrity, you're not going to create something with integrity. Of course, you're going to run off with a bag. Because a lot, of, and that's another thing we're not talking about. So these these people are are holding billions of dollars. <laughs> they are in charge of billions of dollars. Like you're letting someone who you're not you you don't even know hold billions of dollars of community assets mm-hmm. like we have to start i think we have to start looking at and I, I thought of this the other day founders hold a higher responsibility than ceos because they made they, they developed the blockchain they know the team they know the code they know the mm-hmm. code, and they know where you know the reserves are stored they have access to money at all times 
the founder is a representation of how what's going to happen on blockchain. I can identify the founder or the founder has no coding experience or development experience, has never worked on another project. There's also indications that, you know, this is not going to go well. Like, Safe Moon's founder has never touched any form of cryptocurrency. I don't even know why people, like, still, like, people really still talk about they that. Have yeah, the thing. There, I don't want to get into it because it'll make me mad. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of embarrassing at this point. Cultism. Cultism and cryptocurrency. Well, it's just like. So, and. and the crypto the crypto world is incredibly tribal, but also there's a lot of tribalism between, like, people that are, like, no, crypto, crypto's bad, and then people that are in crypto. Um, I think that's kind of funny. And also, like, stuff like this makes the people that are anti-crypto, like, just double down the into edit. it which is which is dangerous because this is the way the world is going this is the way the world is going yeah and and it like it sucks yeah. when when people are irresponsible and they they turn people off that are usually you know marginalized communities um poor people lower income minorities like they're yeah. just they think this is their their millionaire scheme instead of investing wisely and you've talked about not putting your life savings into something because that doesn't make any sense logically as a human being. Um, but, but also, um, again, it's just like, I'm, I'm not loyal to anything in my trading, like even in my trading portfolio for like options, I, I shouldn't have loyalty. Like I have long-term plans, I have price terms, I have one year, five year, I have an emergency schedule. Like if, sh if shit goes left, this mm -hmm. is what I'm selling first. And obviously there's projects that, you know, I love DJ. Like, I don't want to talk about it because everyone thinks it's stupid. But I, I, uh, I like you know, it like, too. I think I think it's I think it's useful. I think it I think it can be really useful. Yeah, I like it. But anyway, like you know, personally, that's something I'm willing to lose a bag in because I right. believe in technology. So mm -hmm. again, like I make decisions with logic. But if I see like so, you know, if there's a project that I'm worried about, Solana. I'm worried about Solana. That's one of them that I love. I ride for Solana, but I really want to. to I want Solana to do well. I love Solana, but like. And it and it, it makes it um and Solana like it's not, yeah, it's not it's their well, issue. My thing is is yeah. right, but my thing is is like how how is it significantly different um when ETH when the gas prices get so high that you're functionally un like you're not able to to use the network against the well, network shut well yeah but like i mean we, if, if it's if it's so expensive that you can't use it then effectively like a lot of people aren't able to use it um that that, if that is an effective like shutdown yeah but the problem is that people still use it when it's <laughs> expensive uh, I, <laughs> not not I. Because he coded gas fees to match the price of ETH and then increase due to, to, due to transactions. So that is the mechanism in which it was coded. That's why it's switching to proof of stake, which actually will not apply to. That's a whole other thing. But with Solana, isn't Solana's issue that they don't have enough validators? Probably. I think it's something about that. That I, I can, because um, they are um, a consensus model, which I like consensus. Um, that's why it doesn't worry me too much that 
like if the nodes were not able to reach consensus that they like were like okay well we're not gonna we're not gonna keep going if we can't yeah, if we can't come to an agreement um it's like some i think it's like a, some some kind of hybrid whatever i don't know um i, I i'm pretty sure it's not like the same as how like the xrp ledger is run on um where there's like a bajillion nodes not not really but there's like, but a I lot think- of nodes I think Solana, instead of it having issues on its blockchain, it, it has like a fail safe to shut down, which I know we all hate, but I think, you know, it's, in it's, it's inconvenient, they, but it's inconvenient, no, but everyone's not paying $6,000 for a transaction. Well, that, and also if it's, it's inconvenient now, but if they do have the potential to scale out, um, I, and, and solve that problem, I think that's fine. I, they're still young. So I, it's yeah, not. People saying, "Oh, this build a layer two solution on Solana." I've never heard that. I'm going to go research that this week. Um, but I, I don't hear anyone building on Solana. That could be it. That could literally be it. What do you they're, mean? And if they're doing NFTs, I don't hear anyone building like scaling solutions for Solana. Well, because I, I believe that the scaling solution would be to have more nodes. Like you just need to run more validators. Unless. No, but like you know. You guys oh, have layer oh, two yeah. Two, okay, like, okay. Yes, I understand. I understand. I, um, on ETH, but like, I haven't heard. I was like, no, I was like, I've never heard someone say, hey, I just want to build this one. Like, that's not. Yeah, to make it, it just to make it more scalable. I don't know. Well, also, I think the thing with the, uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin also is like name recognition. They're the, they're the first, like, they, they have that benefit. They have that marketing. Um, yeah. But I think they're spawning a new legion of like smart chain of, like uh, smart contract compatible blockchains, like Near is doing some things. There's some other ones, but you know it will take popularity for people to build on them. You know, mm-hmm. Avalanche has potential. Avalanche has potential. Find that smart chain, but we, you know, no. half of the scam coins that were ever made, they're on the Binance smart chain. They've done nothing to like. Well, that is like. Yeah, if uh, you um, I if I remember correctly, you told me that that you were only able to buy like those types of coins with BNB. Yeah, you have to go onto the Binance Smart Chain, and then you have to yeah, you have to take it, and then you have to swap it, whatever the coin is on there, and then ha- it can only be in like Pancake Swap or like one of those swaps protocols. But you have to do it on there, like you can't. But then, uh, but go then don't like CC, which is like fucked up. So it's just like or ETH. Maybe now you can do ETH being on the finance blockchain, but originally when you just had to use, they forced you to use BNB on all transactions. And I think that was the time that Elongate came out, Safe Mode. They had all of these new projects that were like later they found out scam coins. That were all so rug pulls. That's kind of funny. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Who was, who was pulling the rug? Who was pulling the rug? Who was but running the scam? It's because BNB still gets their cut. BNB still gets their cut because they get the sale of the B- the swap of the BNB. So yeah, they're another one that's going to come into question soon. We have to do like a whole episode on that. There are so many questions with finance. How they weren't even allowed? To, we weren't even allowed to use them originally in the US. Yeah, but now we have to use Binance.us. Which what yeah, is the difference? I guess I it's know. a subsidiary. Like they had to make a. I don't know. Um, no, I think I think that's it for now. I just like 
we we know that he um is he had to speak before congress he's being investigated by the south korean government for running a ponzi scheme um he, he not congress he had to testify before oh. their parliament um he also no, owes his also government taxes 46 43 million or so um but he, they're also doing a class action for fraud and illegal crowdfunding so now yes mm-hmm. that's bad because now you're going to question the whole legitimacy of terra luna and in ust and that's gonna whoever participated in it it might you know what i mean like Lord knows which projects invested in it. They're going to be looked at too. So it's going to be messy. And then they're going to do that in the US. They're going to do it in Europe. Yeah, literally everything that's built on their ecosystem. So, like, everything that was built on their ecosystem. Um, Also, I I have a feeling there's going to um, come regulations on being able to back something that is supposed to be stable with an unstable asset like crypto well, like like because yeah. even even the things that are like mixed it's like okay like it's highly unlikely but there's still the possibility of it um and i at this point especially when buddy was talking about uh, that they had the the goal to be the largest holder of bitcoin like and have have their reserves be yeah. the largest holding of bitcoin i have a feeling that like down the yeah. road there's going to be some type of regulations against that because like okay so uh, granted bitcoin would have to fall below a dollar ultimately that's a very long way to go but even so like you're affecting your 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 pools you're affecting everything that that that, that is writing on yeah you can't do that unless you can clearly define how you would repeg because if your repegging method involves selling all of it that's not gonna that's not gonna it's not gonna work and then also it doesn't make sense that why would you have to sell it to repeg it, right? If if Bitcoin is already so much Bitcoin. higher than the dollar, why are you just selling just it for dollars? It to Actually, wait, what? Ah, did yeah, we did we just did we just Yeah. Did we just ask because a good question? The, it would make more sense to realign the pay to BTC because then you would have a super stable coin. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a stable coin. Why did you why did you sell it? Because that would have been my thought process, is to, and I think, oh my God, I wish, there is someone that had a solution. They had like, a, they had multiple versions as to what uh, Joe Kwan could have done instead of whatever he did. Um, <laughs> but they were all about like, <laughs> whatever he did. Um, they're all about repegging it. Um, when they noticed the, they noticed the depegging it to immediately stabilize it uh, with the, the funds, which was not done. Um, just a thousand other solutions that weren't even, instead we get this proposal of Luna 2 instead of any form of logic. And there is no proof that he actually sit, sold, he sold it, but there's no proof that he put the money in to stabilize it. I think he just let it fall and was like, oh, well, let's. he said out his own mouth that that was part of their fail safe. To just let it fall. Um, so he's not responsible for anything that falls, and he gets to hold onto his reserve. Essentially, because decentralized. Decentralized. That's what, and it's just like people know the rules. They know that there are no rules, and if you can quickly get in and out of situations, you 
I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how this man, like, what country this man is still in, South Korea or the U.S., like, at this point. I'm surprised he didn't run. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This That's feels like, like some Anna Delvey shit on steroids. For real, for real. Yeah, like... Because uh, at this know. point, I, I feel think... like he's just really thinking on his feet and grasping at straws. And, like, people are going with it because cause of emotions. But I feel like he's just digging himself a deeper hole. Yeah, that's really bad. So, if you learned anything from this podcast episode, I would stay away from this project. Um, you have money to waste, I guess, but I just wouldn't touch it. I don't think the Luna 2 is a solution. It is a band-aid on a bleeding wound. So... Uh, a a gushing, 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 like festering centimeters. wound, poison, snake venom, mm-hmm. so, and like sand. Dude, that is falling into quicksand <laughs> every second. So you know, do it to all that information. Please don't buy anymore. I'm begging you guys to stop buying. Yeah, you <laughs> see at this just no and also like let us know what you guys think like i i am really interested to like hear the opinions of of, like people that that listen to us um reading stuff on twitter is one thing um but yeah i i would just really like to know what what you guys like to uh, what you guys think about it um after listening to us do your own research Anyone that's holding uh, Terra Luna USD, like to comment about how you feel about it, and then what are your plans surrounding it? Because I really just I, I didn't get to talk to anyone that was currently holding it, um, but I would love to have a conversation. I think we would love to do an episode with you because we're just very we can find people. If we can find people that are willing to admit, but yeah, the mindset that you must be in because I can't imagine how some of you feel. You probably feel very much so betrayed, and you feel like. This man is making a mockery, you know, of what was thought to be a, a pretty solid investment. I would find that to be insulting. Nothing and what was a pretty strong community? Because yeah, I know there's a lot of like dApps and protocols, and you know, you're lending money out, and it's, and you've had a consistent yield, so you you probably have benefited financially from using this, but you know, not at the detriment of losing it all. Yeah, I would just love to hear comments like that. It could be anonymous. You can like DM us, you can comment, but we would really love, even if you would like to be featured with us, we would love to like have you on the podcast as well. Yeah, that I, I think that would be super interesting, super fun. Um, yeah, and then also those of you that are listening that are, are new crypto listeners, right? Um, you guys really don't know or understand about the space, but if you do a little bit of your own research and you guys have questions, Please feel free to leave them in the comments. DM us on our social medias. Those will be linked in the descriptions of um, both the podcast and the YouTube channel. Um, So you guys can reach out to us and we would love and be super happy to engage with you guys. Um, So yeah, go, go for it. Let us, let us know what you think. Okay. So if you guys enjoyed this video, please like comment and subscribe. um, And then we will see you on the next one. On the next one. Bye. Alt base. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.